things continue to look terrible in Ukraine and the Russian cyber hackers are at work. There are 20 common passwords that people continue to use, and it is stunning. So we tracked down an expert to help talk us through this. This is Hank Schles, Senior Manager of Security Solutions and host of Lookout Podcast, speaking of podcasts. How are you today, Hank? I'm great. Thank you all for having me on. I'm excited to chat. So cybersecurity experts like yourself say the current Russian-Ukrainian conflict is going to result in an uptick in cyber attacks around the world, U.S. banks being a prime target, which you're like, oh, I'm sure my bank has me covered, <laughs> which we know that's not necessarily true. always like to think. <laughs> yeah, you would like to think it. It's not necessarily true, is it? No, it's not. I mean, the responsibility is on you to make sure that you're using uh, – a safe password, a, a, a complex password, uh, making sure that you are protecting yourself and your identity online. There is a reason why corporations, if you are employed by a corporation, they make you change your password every 30 or 45 days because they know that you're at risk if you do not do that. I was stunned, according to what I've read that you've published, that this mm-hmm. th- this using the one, two, three, four, five, six is still going on as a password. It is. It's it's shocking every time, and and, and we look on we look at this on almost an annual basis uh, just to kind of understand what you know what, what people are doing, and you know it's it's funny because there's so much out there now about making sure that you use a password using a passphrase is a new is a new thing people are talking about right you know um, you know my dog walked in the park replacing all the A's with at signs and you know whatever it may be things like that. But it's just it's surprising that, you know, looking at things like the one, two, three, four, fives and the QWERTYs of the world um, are still common passwords. And, and I don't know if it's because people just don't want to have to remember, you know, more complex ones or if they just don't know how to change their password. I mean, it just it is surprising. Well, it seems like we have so many. That's the problem. You know, the average person probably has what would you guess, 20 to 30 passwords that they need to maintain? Oh, easily. Yeah. I, I would say, I mean, even even the you know even the the most basic internet users, you've got what you've got: banking, healthcare, email, social media, uh, other kind of you know if you use like WhatsApp or something like that. You know, you got all sorts of places where where people are need need to have unique passwords. Because you also the other thing too, I just want to add to this is it's it's almost just as bad to just have one password for all of your accounts. Because then if a bad guy gets a hand on, on that username and password that works, they, they run online scripts that, you know, run that combination across tens of thousands of websites to see what else they can get in. So it's sort of a double-edged sword. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the National Security Agency have released a joint cybersecurity advisory uh, that provides an overview of Russian state-sponsored cyber operations, including commonly observed tactics. And so, yeah, they might not target you and your kids in your home, you know, in Skokie or St. Charles, but they might attack your bank or where you shop and of course you have passwords and accounts linked with those and this is what you're talking about right yeah exactly that's that's the thing is that um you know when it's, it's almost like getting to the source of truth right from, from the attacker's perspective if they can breach you know if they breach an organization right let's just let's just say it's a bank for example even if it's a local even if you use a local bank you know a local branch bank or something like that if they can figure their way in and they're advanced enough to break through what are generally pretty advanced cybersecurity measures. They're probably able to 
find where all of your uh, your password, username and passwords are, right? As as the organization hosting all that information. So from the from the end user perspective, it's just critically important to make sure that that, like I said, you don't have the same password across multiple platforms, because then that information, you know, they get that in hand. And whether it look whether it whether it's a nation state that's sponsoring an attack or just some some guy in his basement that decides to go after a bank. Either way, that information is valuable. They can use it um, elsewhere and and maybe sell it. Maybe they try to get into your other accounts. There there are all sorts of things they can do with that information. This is Hank Schles, uh, senior manager of Security Solutions and host of Lookout Podcast. Eight four seven just said all good password systems have preventative password screening that prevents stupid passwords, and that's usually when they say this password is not strong enough. It needs to be stronger. May we suggest a password? When they do suggest a password, is that a good option? And then it's just saved to your phone. Yes, it's a good option. Um, the thing to remember is that you want to make sure that you have a place. To still be able to see it, um, I mean, personally, I'm an iPhone user. I know you can go in and, and look at the passwords in your in what they call your keychain, um, but you don't want to just tap that and then suddenly forget it, and then you go to log in to that account somewhere else and you don't know what your password is. Right? It happens to me all the time. Sure that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the number of times I've had to reset password, but it's all good, right? It's all for good reason. Each time it becomes a little more secure. Um, a good a good solution I found for that is uh, using a password management tool. Um, they have them as, as apps. They have them uh, for your phone. It's great because it stores all your passwords in one place. You have a master password or face ID that, that unlocks it. Um, and then also, you know, really most importantly, it's, it's making sure that, um, you know, when you're, when you're thinking about your, your online presence, you're thinking about the way that you're interacting with, with other people, with other, with other organizations online, right? The, the most common way, whether it's a, state-sponsored ransomware attack or just someone trying to get into your bank account. The most common way for those attacks to start is with mobile phishing because you think about the number of ways that an attacker can get to you on a mobile device. And the number of times we all get those messages, right? Hey, your, you know, your, your Chase account has just been charged $2,500. Please log in to verify the, you know, the action. And you say, well, I didn't do that. And there's a link there. So you click it and it, or tap it and it, takes you to a page that looks like a Chase login page, you enter your credentials, and there you go. You've let up your, your banking login information. So it's on top of having a good password, it's also thinking about how cautious you need to be online, despite the fact that we all trust our our smartphones, our tablets, to kind of act in our own best interest because they're so personal about Three times last week, and it was Chase, that I got one of those phishing emails. It looks like it comes oh, really? from Chase, and it said, hey, there's been this charge, and I thought, I, I don't know. And I went to my app, and sure enough, there were no security message- messages. So had I clicked on that, I would have been in trouble. And I think this is something we need to share with older members of our family because they are more likely to click on those things, especially if they feel threatened by the message in that email. So, um, all right, uh, run me down the top five bad passwords because it's stunning to me. <laughs> all right, here we go. So, coming at number one, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six. And number two, the far more complex one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> and then we have uh, good old Q W E R T Y, um, which is just those first, you know, those first five, mm-hmm. I guess, six letters um, on your keyboard. Uh, coming at number four, you have uh, you have password. That's oh, pretty geez. straightforward. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then coming at number five is 
one, two, three, four, five. It's stunning. People do not use that. Talk to the older members of your family and help them. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you guys for the time. Have a good one.